I'm Felina. And I'm Summer. And you are listening to Broke and Broken. <laughs> because we're both. The podcast about living your best life by getting real. Hey, broken people. This is Summer. And this is Felina. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, and for our first actual episode of 2019, we have Carrie back. Who Yay. I didn't think about it when we uh, set this up, but she was our first, very first podcast. Uh, guest oh, on Broken Broken. Ever. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so awesome. she's our, our first of this year, too. So that worked out pretty well. That was before my time. So. <laughs> it was. It was before Sorry. Came on board. <laughs> yeah, she was on episode one and episode five, which incidentally we had recorded at the same time. Uh, episode oh. one was the planned <laughs> recording, and episode five came after some drinks. <laughs> it, was, it was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and I learned about. Uh, hentai porn. So that was a episode. Oh, that yeah, episode. I've heard that episode. <laughs> when yes. Summer asked me to co-host, she was like, you should listen to I this episode. <laughs> I heard this episode. I'm I was so like, sorry. Okay. It has no, been, it was awesome. That, that one has the most hits on YouTube. I <laughs> love our episode. Just the name alone would make people want to listen to it. So Actually, I got a lot of people who refused to listen to it because they're like, it talks about bestiality and apparently people are afraid. Oh. I'm like, what do you think we're doing on there? Like, <laughs> what do you think's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Click the video. You won't, <laughs> you won't regret it. <laughs> all right. So the last episode, we all did our, you know, what we're planning for the new year. And you talked about 2018. I think we all had a lot of changes in 2018. Yeah. yeah. It was a really uh, formative and life-altering year for me. Uh, and I think this year is going to be um, more purposeful for myself. And a lot of the change that I had last year was sort of just forced upon me mm-hmm. or came about. You know, it wasn't of my own making or choice. And I think this year I'm going to make conscious choices to make some change. Same. I. It's where I'm at. So. Same. <laughs> I, I feel like I had a lot of change the last eight years or so, and I feel like it's almost always been reactionary. Mm-hmm. So I hate, but. Now I think there's there's a lot more purposeful and a lot more choices that I'm making. Like I, um, well, I mean everybody knows I do have like half a dozen side hustles that I always do. I shut down most of them. Uh, you know I did. Um, I would officiate weddings. I was a notary public. I um, was barred in tribal courts. I renewed none of those. They are all gone. So I am officially no longer in private practice as an attorney in any form. I will still do. Con- consultation work for other attorneys but I will not consult on any cases myself so that's kind of exciting my family's like you're throwing away something you worked for I'm like no I'm leaving something that I really didn't enjoy anymore yeah so and I've got some projects going that hopefully will work out well and uh, I'm not ready to announce them yet but <laughs> ditto so, right so ditto. I think, but I think it's going to be great and so Carrie has these Birth charts? I don't even understand what this is. Can you explain <laughs> it? It just sounded really interesting. Um, so birth charts are just like the zodiac and where the planets and the constellations were at the time you were born. Okay. Because most people just, when they do like astrology and zodiac, they look at your sun sign and that, because that's the most common one, like that's what your sign is. Is your sun sign. Yeah. So, what so, like, do, so does this basically kind of help you understand yourself? more is that basically what what it's used for yeah because like astrology when you just look at your sun sign it's really one-dimensional and it only takes into account like that one specific sign but there are like doing birth charts at the time of your birth or like whenever like the time of day is that you want to do it it takes into account like 
all the planets and constellations and it has different traits that combine to make up like your personality how you think how you like talk how you react to people um like how you deal with your so emotions and this stuff is like kind that. of like how we talk about everyone's connected to the universe is this kind of how yes. trying to understand that yeah okay <laughs> this is like reading your horoscope horoscope on steroids yeah okay yeah definitely like i think your summers is the longest oh Yours lord is 23 pages <laughs> oh my god <laughs> as we all know felina <laughs> felina read my tarot for me the other day <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> you, you did what was it like an eight card spread? I did a ten card ten, spread. Ten. Yeah. yeah, and I've ten. not done very many. You were I first time I'd ever read for anybody was else was you and Alexis. Right, you did Alexis evening. first, and then yeah. me. And it, but it was great. Like as soon as we get to the first card, she just starts laughing. <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> because it's like it kind of means like fear of commitment or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so when she finally got it spelled, spit out, I'm like, okay, fair. <laughs> Super accurate. I think that's also in your birth chart because I was reading through it. So. Okay, so tell Oh, us. that's funny. Like, let's do summer first. Then. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> tell me about myself. Okay, so for So for the summers. listeners, she takes like the where you were born and the date and time, right? Yes. And creates these charts. Yeah, it's more accurate if you have the time because like the moon and the planets and stuff when they rotate or around the sun, like they move into different positions. And so having the time makes it just more accurate. Because I think, yeah. Okay. So summer is an Aries and I have I'm a little summer. book with mm. all of my- I didn't my... realize you're an Aries, my I mom is an Aries. Aries. Yes, April 19th. I have a book with all of these in there because these are all very... <laughs> so summer is a fire sign. Um, just some general like strengths. Um, courageous, determined, confident, enthusiastic, honest, passionate. <laughs> Sometimes too honest. <laughs> but your weaknesses. <laughs> Impatient, moody, impulsive, <laughs> short-tempered, and aggressive. But that's just like general doesn't take into everything into consideration, but there's like a whole bunch of other stuff <laughs> in there. That impulsive is the one against me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets all of us sometimes. <laughs> and so in the Zodiac, Aries is the first sign. So that oh, makes really? you, yeah. I didn't know that. So it makes you like, because you're first in the Zodiac, makes you want to be like first in everything that you do. So, <laughs> so you want to be like the best and you're just like a, it says you're energetic if i and, can't be good at it i don't want to do it yeah like if, <laughs> if you, i can't yeah. be good at it immediately that's my biggest weakness with like a lot of art forms i want to try a lot of yeah if i can't master them immediately i'm like oh fuck this i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> it also that's says in here aries loves to start anything new and they have trouble sitting still so absolutely that's you at work Constantly, <laughs> she works with me. I have she. I have all these little toys on my desk because I have to play with something or I can't sit there and get my work done. Oh man, nice. Uh, so you're also pretty bold and you enjoy challenges. Uh, you're happiest when your life is moving forward and yeah. active. Uh, also a childlike quality to all Aries people, and it's often quite charming. Oh, so it's not just me? So, not just you. Oh, good. Most Aries. I just thought something was wrong Even with like me. the quiet ones. So that ones. makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it also has like your weaknesses and strengths in here, which are very 
pretty much what I just said. Mm-hmm. Um, so your okay, so that was your sun sign. Are you okay? Yes, I have these acrylic nails on that should have come off a week ago, and this one's lifting and it just bent backwards and it hurt. Oh. <laughs> It's my fault. I should have stopped <laughs> for an hour and taken them off like a week ago. But we I've don't stop for an hour. Who has an hour? Yeah, I, I, I haven't had one. Yeah. Less time for that. Uh, also, just to let you get what the sun represent is vitality, a sense of individuality, and outward shining creative energy. So Aries is like who you are outwardly. Okay. Interesting. And then your ascendant is Gemini, which is what I am. What does that mean, ascendant? Um, <clears throat> I, honestly, I'm not really sure. Like, okay. I'm still relatively new to these, but like, isn't it what the what the ascending uh, sign would have been oh, at the time of your birth? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm with you now. I've seen people right. Uh, like, I don't know out. how to like explain it, but it, it, based on that, it says you're talkative, fun, and fanciful. Fanciful? I don't know. I don't know how to say that. Fanciful. Says you are you are a humanitarian who treats everyone as equals. You seek to be unique and original, and you do your best to avoid bias and prejudice. All true. I feel like that's my bio that you just read. <laughs> <For real. laughs> yeah, like all bio. very very true. Yeah. I'm a little disturbed right now. I think I'm an ascending Gemini too. I, I have done. I don't know. She'll tell me in a we'll bit. We'll get there. But yeah. I feel like I've been told that before. Ooh, anyway. Suspense. And okay. I don't remember. So no where is okay? We'll so your out. moon, which. Cracked me up because Uh-oh. it is so accurate. <laughs> Your moon wait. is a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. A Scorpion. So, <clears throat> for Scorpios are water signs. I also have your colors in here, which are supposed to be like your power colors. For Aries. Oh, so it's Aries is red too. Yeah, Aries and Scorpio's Scorpio red? is scarlet, red, and rust. Right. And Aries is red. Just, just straight up red. Awesome. So. Aries, resourceful, brave, passionate, stubborn, and true friends. Weaknesses, distrusting, jealous, and secretive. Sometimes violent. Oh, I don't violent. trust anybody. I don't even trust myself. <laughs> but it also says you're passionate and assertive and determined. That I am. So, and great leaders. So is that normal so. for, like, for, like, my son sent... No, it's fire, me. right? My sun sign is fire, and yeah. then my moon sign is water. Is that typical? Do you know? I don't know, like... I look it seems very balanced though. Yeah, your like ascending it. is your moon sign is Gemini. <clears throat> so you're air you're an air sign. Oh the Scorpio. Okay, so what is the Scorpio? Scorpio is water. No 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 no, but you said it's my something. Oh Scorpio is your moon. Oh, right, my moon sign. Okay. So your moon represents emotional responses and like your self image. Okay. So for the Scorpio people, they seek out emotional intensity no matter what. Um, they are diggers when it comes to the world of emotion. Emotion, They can see beyond facades and cut right to the core of a person. So. <laughs> um, there's just like a lot in here. Uh, moon and Scorpio natives seek out intense experiences. If their lives are regular in any way, they can be an unconscious need to test their own strength and start up emotional excitement. Self-awareness and acceptance is probably the best week. way to handle this deep need for emotional drama. What is yeah. it? Self-awareness and acceptance is probably the best way to handle this deep need for emotional drama. So Interesting. 
doing so things. So this way I collect broken people because they 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 can give that drama without it being yeah. mine. <laughs> Probably. You know. Moon and Scorpio people radiate strength. Even in the absence of experience, they seem to just know things. So. Okay, that's you know. fair. Guilty. Lies. <laughs> Guilty as charged. So this says you are courageous, brave, and independent, not a fearful nature. Very sensual and progressive. Uh, excessive pleasures of the flesh, sensual delights, and sensuality. Uh, we, I Difficulty mean, letting go. The, we've heard the podcast. We all know that's true. <laughs> it's making a lot more sense right now. Right? That's I, I mean, I basically, the, my problem is not that I'm borderline personality. I'm going to take this it's to my therapist. Like, it's it's not, not really borderline. It's just my... It's not your moon. moon. Yeah. Your moon's just off. Well, I'm like, a, I was always this way. I'm a Scorpio sun, so like, <laughs> you and I, now right? it's all making now sense. Now we get it. Yeah. I'll look at this one. Could. She likes pleasures, distractions of all sorts. Emotional life is rich. She loves children and will have a lot. <laughs> she will be self-taught. <laughs> children. <laughs> Oh, yes. man. Wow. You love to share emotional experiences with loved ones and have a flair for the dramatic. Me? <laughs> yes. What is that about love affairs? <laughs> love affairs. Love affairs are magnetic and intense. You don't take them lightly by any means, although you may go through much change with regard to your romances. <laughs> you are attached to children, whether yes. they're your own or not. True. Your creative hobbies are subject to relatively frequent changes, <laughs> and you have innate artistic talent. Anyone who's been in my house has seen all the, all the different art projects. You have a vivid imagination and are given to daydreaming often. Fuck yes. <laughs> there is a sense that you are always in touch or trying to get in touch with your inner child. If the my moon is challenged, my decisions. <laughs> if the moon is challenged, you may have problems with impulsive shopping or gambling, or with frequent love affairs that never fully satisfy you. <laughs> You're being quiet now. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. how. I wish everybody could was... see the face that you were making. <laughs> I once made Maybe a, um, have been a video. <laughs> there was a tweet I I made one time about uh, if if anybody wants to understand my mental health. You just look at my Amazon Prime order. Because <laughs> that's the best indicator. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, your Mercury is in Aries, too. Ooh, so that's that sounds it. intense. You, your Mercury represents how you communicate and your logical spirit. I like to set people's hair on fire. Does that count? It communicates I, a message. I, mean, I don't <laughs> think that's a good message, but if that's the but message you very, want to send. It's a very clear one. Like, there's no misunderstanding. She is honest. I mean, that is, that is true. I don't know. She's still somewhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this says you make quick decisions, streamlines learning, and is direct and straightforward in speech. Oh, wow. Um, can easily motivate others with enthusiasm. Loves a heated dispute. Live in mind and quick to understand a given situation. Very resourceful and capable, prefers to jump into a decision and doesn't have much patience with pretense. Yes. So. This is like scary accurate. <laughs> I know, that's why I love these, because it takes into account like all of the different things and it just combines together to show your personality and like who you are. And I love it. It's my favorite. It says you have a lot of friends. You like intelligent, cultivated people with whom you can have verbal battles. <laughs> I like that for a new word for debate. Verbal <laughs> battles. Verbal <laughs> battles. 
We shall spar. You are endlessly curious about people, group interactions, community affairs, trends, and teams. You're attracted to people who bring new ideas into your experience and who have something novel to contribute on an intellectual level. Yes, I get bored with people that don't have anything interesting. I mean, you've heard me say he's pretty, but he's dumb. Yeah. That one, yeah. Of course, I get bored. Man. Well, I mean, he's sweet, but there's there's no intellectual stimulation happening. Gotta get that going. Right? (laughs) Get it together. Mm, She may be impatient. (laughs) She likes contradiction. (laughs) You're very incisive and aggressive with your opinion. (laughs) No. (laughs) But it also says you're intelligent with quick and lively reflexes. You're preoccupied by your circle. Likes to exchange ideas with her friends, but also with strangers. Open nature. Likes to go out with others. And... That is it for your moon. So your or not your moon. Your that Mercury. Was Mercury. Your Venus is um an interest for emotions and values, exchange for sharing with others. Also what does it represent? Um your Venus is like how you love and like your emotions and values and how you share with others and just stuff like that. And your Venus is in Taurus, which is an earth sign. I know nothing about Taurus. So that one what is the bull or something? Yeah. Taurus the bull. Um, they are reliable and patient, practical, responsible, and stable. But their weaknesses, they're stubborn, possessive, <laughs> uncompromising, and materialistic. But that's um, not saying that you have all of those qualities. It's I'm not <laughs> stubborn and I will die on the hill. <laughs> I, okay. But this is with your with regards to your your love. Yeah. Right. This is how you love and express emotion express emotions. Words are hard when you're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> so Venus and love love for Venus and Taurus centers on physical world and creature comforts. They revel in sensual surroundings. These people project themselves as solid and comfortable. In fact, something about their manner promises they will be satisfying lovers and partners. They need a certain measure of predictability and dependability in their relationships, even if their son is the more spontaneous sign of Aries or Gemini. So as you can be possessive in love or threatened threatened by fast-paced, high-energy situations in the context of relationships and love. They're sensual partners who require lots of hands-on expression of love. <laughs> that means we like lots of sex. <laughs> Touch me a lot, but don't make it go too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. says you are amorous, but not a peaceful and calm lover, but a passionate one with a strong temperament. Okay, that's fair. She is demonstrative in love and likes healthy pleasures. She enjoys life to the full. That's interesting. This is why all your husbands keep texting me. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was funny because I realized on Christmas Day that Christmas is second only to Valentine's Day on when all the married men try to hit you up. Huh. Interesting. I had never paid attention before, but yeah, and I was not the only person who had that experience, I found. Yeah, because I tweeted about this. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, it's a trend, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know what you that means, You should do, like, a but... research study for this. I'm kind of, I want to, but then I'm, like, uh, impatient, so I, I, need, I want somebody, I want somebody who's willing to put in the work to do one, because I'm interested in the results, but... <laughs> <laughs> So what is your Mars? Your Mars is Aries also. And Mars 
is how you deal with life and it represents the desire for action and physical energy it says you're impulsive <laughs> yes yes i am and you have your first instinct for things is to take action without thinking so i work on that but yes that is my first impulse <laughs> oh, do yes. something about it I have to do something now yes, i am the exact same way yeah. it says your temper comes quickly and leaves quickly so it kind of gives people whiplash i mean I feel like this is me too, <laughs> right? Like I, you might have one. One of your signs. Yours is might more. Be the same. This is where Mars is. Yours is more balanced, yeah. but Summer's is just like <laughs> out of control, all over the place. <laughs> wow, well, that's who I am as a person. Because Mars and Aries natives are often a step ahead of the rest of us. A life that is too predictable makes them antsy. And they enjoy that's starting true. fresh, new ideas, pioneering action, and fresh projects make them happiest. That is easy. Like when you wake up one day and say, I want to start a podcast. Uh, right? Or just like wake up one day, I want to move. And I then did. you do. I did. Like a week I, later. The, last, the last two moves have been like that. Like they happen within like, two, oh, this one was a week and the last one was two weeks. I'm just like, nope, it's time to go. Here we <laughs> are. Don't you just know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't feel, and I get very anxious if I feel like now's the time and I don't do it and I wait and I procrastinate because I feel like intuition yeah, and you were so listening like, to it and acting on it and I commend you for that hopefully it goes well yes it will so, it was the right so choice. far I feel I feel good about it you so. seem very calm yeah. about it so yeah yeah the kids are all excited I'll put them in their new school tomorrow so I think it's great I think it's great see how it goes listen to your intuition and start the new needed year. to be done yeah yeah do it get shit done that says philosophy. your feelings are dominated by wisdom. So see, are so they? you're wise in your intuition. <laughs> I think you're very <laughs> wise. I think you are. I think your intuition is always spot on, and the fact that you can listen to it is is uh, wise. Yeah, I would think these are all listen to her. Okay, <laughs> listen to the tarot lady. Her it also was actually very good. I did learn a lot. It also <laughs> says you like odd people. I like weird. Yes. I, so I guess the, the better. I love weird. That's why you like me. Yay. Yay. Me too. <laughs> uh, it says you can easily find negative things in situations, though. So don't do that. I do tend to do Find that. the positives. Look for the positives. My friend Sarah always teases me because teases me she's super optimistic about everything. And I'm like, no, what you actually are trying to say. It's just like, your glass is always half empty. I'm like, no, there's a hole drilled in the bottom of it, okay? <laughs> we have to balance each other. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. <laughs> your sexual desire nature is a very strong one. And you may even use sex as a bargaining chip in your relationships in order to achieve your goals. Well, I haven't had an actual relationship in a while, but I'm pretty sure I probably did that at some point. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it says your aura is strong and somewhat mysterious. You tend to come across as stronger than you intend. In fact, some people are intimidated by you, and you may not understand why this is so. That's, That's because Scorpios, they always have, in everything you ever read, it says they're very just, like, mysterious people. Like, you never know what they're thinking, what they're going to say, like, they just really? hmm. mysterious. It's the only word to like think of. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so you want a deep, soulful attachment on a sexual level. In your love life, you do not take rejection well. 
Your fear betrayal. Your fear. You fear betrayal and abandonment, and this can skew your perception of your lover. You have a highly developed sex drive, but you must learn to rein in your aggressiveness in this area. <laughs> that is not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying. And then your Jupiter is in Libra, and Jupiter represents expansion and grace and your luck, like in general. It's bad. It's very <laughs> bad. <laughs> this says you will attract the most good fortune when you're fair-minded and treat others with equality and use your talents for promoting and mediating. Mm-hmm. Mediating. What is this about being a doormat? <laughs> <laughs> says you treat others with equality is bending without being a doormat. That's so the you're... problem. Like the first part I have no problem with. The having boundaries and not letting them <laughs> turn me to a doormat, that's the part I'm working on this year. New Year's resolution. Uh, I've been working on it. That's what my therapist is for. It's getting better. Like this past six months I've been really good. Well, better, not good. So hopefully we're getting there. The arts, the arts, architecture, law, math, mediating, and politics are possible venues for success. Oh my god, let's go. Is this the <laughs> checklist? The arts, architecture, law, math, mediating, and politics are possible avenues for success. Okay. It's a charming grace to reach goals. Architecture, no, because I suck at math now. I used but to I've been telling you that but you the need rest to make the youngest like one art. be an architect. You're, you're right, because he, so, he picked out the house. He's very proud of that. He just tells everybody, he's like, I picked this house. You should be proud. It's a cool house. <laughs> um, but yeah, like arts, law, mediating, politics, I'm stubbornly resisting right now, but <laughs> I keep getting people asking me to run. I'm like, no, it's going to vote for me. I have to vote for you. This says you like and believe in justice, and you're, it says you're an optimist and you're generous. You are. You need to just be more optimistic. <laughs> Do it. Embrace it. Uh, family life is very important. You like comfort and well-being at home. She knows how to entertain and style and above all with pleasure. Her house is always open to friends. You're very serious, patient, honest, hardworking, and orderly. Your judgment is good and she thinks things over. She pursues her objectives to the better end, usually knowing when to choose the right moment. She is upright and respects the law. Fuck the law. <laughs> <laughs> Says the lawyer. Yes. Right? <laughs> Don't talk to the police. Uh, <laughs> now, when I do run for an office, that little soundbite is going to yeah, be on the news. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. You're welcome, America. Hey, but you know, if you say grab one by the pussy, nobody cares later on. Well, right? I'm, I'm not a rich old white man. <laughs> True. If I can manage to make that happen, I'll be good. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, okay, so your Saturn represents contraction, effort, and how, like how you discipline yourself and how you relate to your responsibilities. So your Saturn is in Libra, which is the scales, and they they value balance. Oh, okay. And so it says you're recognized for your seriousness and your moral qualities. You're respectable and conscientious. But it also says you're not open to new ideas. So like, <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> It's fine. Okay, this first sentence is not, I don't feel like that's, says you need to be dominated. It probably would help me. She has, <laughs> says she has, it doesn't say I want to be, it says so she need needs to be. to be. Good luck, we'll True. see if we can find someone who can do right? that. I don't. Challenge. 
uh, since you have a sense of organization and you accept your responsibilities, you achieve your objectives in spite of slow progress with many hurdles to overcome. You're persevering and patient. And what was that? Persevering and patient. No, no, no. I meant like Saturn. Oh, this Saturn. is her Saturn. Okay. My Saturn is um, in breath. Yeah. Saturn so, yeah. is representative of. It represents like contraction and effort and how you discipline yourself and how you handle like your responsibilities. Okay. So Libra is very balanced and they want everything to be like equal and they, they just prefer So all of mine is very intense. (laughs) Yeah. Yours, yours is man, like you're, for Libra, like their strengths, they're cooperative and diplomatic, gracious, fair-minded and social and like weaknesses, indecisive, avoids confrontation, will carry a grudge and self-pity. So that's like I've got a healthy dose of that. Those are like the strengths and weaknesses for like Libras and so you just birth charts like you just pick up like bits and pieces of like traits and qualities from all the other signs and it combines into you. Okay. And so that's why like some signs aren't always accurate. So that's everybody's like those are so general and I'm like well yeah okay okay so well I like I like to hear a little bit more about like which uh, like sign what it represents like whether it's your love life or how other people perceive mm-hmm. you or whatever you know like I never really thought about that I didn't yeah. either I didn't know this was yeah there's a really cool app out. you guys can download it's called um CoStar um and it will give you like a daily like horoscope reading and it takes into all of your stuff from the birth so it chart. uses all of them mm-hmm. oh okay so you it's really cool. complete yeah and it does it like daily and so it'll tell you like what you'll struggle with that day or like what will go good for you that day what you need to work on and that's really but then cool. if it's right all the time i'm going to feel the need to salt and burn my phone <laughs> please don't do that okay <laughs> <laughs> your uranus is in scorpio another scorpio yeah represents individual liberty and egoistic liberty and how unique you are i'm very unique and it says you are intelligent and subtle. <laughs> I'm very subtle, damn it. <laughs> Adores research, I do. inquiry, and investigation. And, and it says you're very sensual. And True. this is uh, what and what? This is her Uranus, and it's in Scorpio. But Uranus represents what? Like how unique you are, and okay. individual liberty, and egoistic liberty. Okay. I'm glad you're letting us take these write-ups home because I'm scared. Right? It's like, gonna take me there's a while just to like so this. much, and like it's, like it's so cool to like read and like look through, but there's just like a lot, and it takes a while to like figure everything out, and I'm still working on it because I just recently got into it like a couple months ago, but. So your Uranus and Scorpio says you're independent and your work efforts are in in constant, sometimes undisciplined, eccentric, and rebellious. You would fare better working independently without relying on anyone else, but should develop more self-discipline in order to get things accomplished. And it says you just like routine. True. You likely, she's likely to enjoy work associated with science and technology. You might love gadgets and new ways to improve productivity. Yeah. Uh, her freedom-loving instincts propel her to seek out work that allows the most personal freedom. A regular nine-to-five job is likely a turnoff. Yes, very. Her work desk may very well <laughs> resemble a disaster area. What does it look like, Kayla? You see it. Actually like that. There's <laughs> binders and toys of like a, like several skulls. I don't know. Skulls? Yes. I 
I have a candy dish that's a skull, and I have a skull that's sitting up there just being pretty. Uh, and there's another one somewhere, isn't there? I did three. Yeah, um, there's three. You have a cup. Oh, the cup, right. My, <laughs> what I drink out of, it's a, it's a, a glass skull that's got a, a straw. It's really awesome. And it's I love cute. It. Drinking out of the skull. Oh, yes, yes, I drink out of the skulls of my enemies. What Shakespeare play is that? Uh, I don't know. Hamlet, I think. Where he's, holding, or not yeah, where he's holding the skull out. Yeah. <laughs> so your work desk resembles a disaster. Yes, true. Natural creativity and a desire to do mundane things differently and more efficiently are your forte. On matters of health, you are a kind of person who keeps up with ever-changing views of health experts. However, you're more than likely to adopt some unique views of your own that differ from what the experts are saying. That's fair. So, next is your Neptune. And your Neptunes in Sagittarius. Okay, what is Sagittarius? Neptunes are like your imagination and transcendental liberty. So Sagittarius, they are generous and idealistic, great sense of humor, your weaknesses, you promise more than you can deliver, very impatient, <laughs> will say anything no matter how undiplomatic it is. This is why I can't go into politics. <laughs> I mean, and it says your likes are, you very much enjoy your freedom and philosophy and travel and being outdoors. And you just sure. like cleaning people being constrained and off-the-wall theories and details. True. <laughs> so on your Neptune, it says you like long voyages, things foreign, and water. I'm a land animal. I don't need water. What? I'm a land animal. I don't oh. need water. <laughs> oh, man. I shouldn't be this hungover today. Man. <sighs> okay, so I don't think your Neptune is right. It says you marry for love. I did. I mean, you and don't marry now. And then I fixed now. that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I did marry for love, and then I fixed that problem. It's fine. You're very influ very easily influenced and fragile. <laughs> and I don't believe that one. That seems inaccurate. <laughs> right? That's why I'm like, I don't think your Neptune is right. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you picked up any of this from your it's Neptune. very overpowered by the rest. I think you picked up some Sagittarius traits, but definitely not that. It's what Sagittarius representative of. Maybe it just means I don't have any non-egoistic liberty. <laughs> I mean, Sagittarius is... No, I mean, like, what is it? Repre not, like, what Sagittarius is, but, like... Oh, that was it? the Neptune. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, the Neptune um, Is that what is... you're asking? Is what the Neptune oh. refers to? Because my Neptune is in Sagittarius. Yeah, oh, yeah that's what I meant. That's yeah. what I was asking. What does it mean for, uh, what is this representative of? Neptune, it says your transcendental liberty and non-egoistic liberty and like um, your imagination. Okay. So just all things mental. Okay. Um, and your Neptune is very short for some reason. I don't know why, but. Because I'm not very influenced by it apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, like, it doesn't look like it's very strong like your numbers are very close to zero and it said like the more positive and negative like the numbers are in like relation to where they are mm -hmm. it's more of like the qualities that you get from it so okay it's very close to zero so that's probably why okay and so your pluto is your transformation and mutations and elimination Ooh, i'm a mutant it says you look for new ways to relate to others. You have willpower and ambition, and like to get likes to have her own way. Yes, yes, I do. Give me my way. 
And that's it for your Pluto. Okay. So, and your Pluto is in Libra. And also, like, the scales balance. Right, mm-hmm. which we went over earlier. Okay. And Let's so, go into Felina's deal. Well, before you do, I want to, I want to, I was totally on my yeah. throne here, not for, for a purpose. Um, I, I've been following this uh, woman on Instagram, Nadine Jane Astrology, okay. and she breaks up the uh, signs into three uh, decants, because mm-hmm. uh, it's not, you know, you can be an Aries, but you can be on like the front end cusp or the center yeah. or like the third right. end of it, and you're right on the cusp okay. of being with, uh, is it Libra that's after? Or Taurus, Taurus, because you're 19th right. and then the and 20th like, yeah. is is Taurus, so you're right on the cusp there. Um, but just to read what she says about the third decant of Aries, it says you are an Aries that needs room to expand, to run free. You like to see the bigger picture. You do not fixate on the granular details in life, and wing most days with ease. True. <laughs> and, says the trick will be learning how to control your need for freedom with your powerful Aries nature. It is important at times to hunker down and do the hard, busy work that is necessary to get ahead. Okay. So I think that's fairly accurate <laughs> as well. Wow. Uh, but I wanted to to read that. It also goes into like your houses. There are I think there's like 12. in Harry Potter. I wish. <laughs> Ravenclaw all the way. Um, but it goes into, like, your houses, and it talks about, like, uh, hang on there. I think there's 12. IX is 9, right? Yeah, there's 12 houses. And so it goes into detail about those, too. Okay, um, so I'll have those to know when yeah. I start seeing these things. Because I see people talk about this stuff all the time, and I don't know what they're talking yeah, about. It, it takes a while to like get used to like the talk and the lingo, but I mean, it's a whole other language. I don't know. Ooh, there's yeah. a chart. I love. Yeah, charts. this is like in relation, like where all the constellations and the planets were. Oh, I see. When oh, you were I born, see how they come up with this, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the calculations, and then that's mm-hmm. where everything converges at that moment. Yeah. So okay, so let's do me. Let's do Stephanie. Your son is a Scorpio, which you already knew. Super aware of that. I should read my decant of. uh, Let's do it. Let me see if I can find it quick. Well, you can go ahead and start. uh, Yeah, find find it. So, like we said, sun represents vitality, and like your sense of individuality and outward shine and creative energy, and like how you see yourself and how you are. Yeah, and I did find it pretty quickly. Okay. This just says, I, I am the third decant of Scorpio, closer to the Sagittarius side okay. of things. Um, you are a Scorpio with great social skill, with the psychic nature of a Scorpio and the magnetism of the moon. You may feel that relationships find you rather than the other way around, which is incredibly true. <laughs> uh, your emotions run deep, also very true. The trick will be learning how to unblock the expression of your inner workings and share yourself on a level that scares you. Which I think has been the greatest part of this podcast is I've become more and more vulnerable and open about it, uh, and it is a little scary at times. And so uh, when I re- I read this a few, th- this was why I started following this lady. So I was like, that's so accurate. Uh, so anyway, uh, continue. This stuff is so cool. Yeah. So your son is Scorpio. So that it says Scorpios are known for their intensity. They are determined folk that absolutely throw themselves into whatever they do, but getting them to commit to something is rarely an easy task. (laughs) Fair enough. 
<laughs> in fact, it's better to not even try to get them to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, if you're trying to make me do it, then I want to do it anyway. Right? Uh, yeah. It's okay. got to be my idea. Yeah. And I will put as much into it as I want. And I'm not going to commit to it. Right. Like, I, I feel like I need to do birth charts for my children. I, I so want to do one for Sophia. It, it makes yeah. so much more sense when you do it. You're my like, little Leo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, solar Scorpio, Scorpios absolutely have their own mind, and their primary motivation is unlikely to be prestige or even authority. It's real power. Their power can absolutely be one of the behind-the-scenes variety, just as long as they have it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpios know what they want and they won't go out and grab it at the wrong moment. They simply sit back and watch quite expertly and then get it only when the moment is just right. The darker side of life intrigues them and they're always ready to investigate. It's like, you know, living life on the edge, true (laughs) crime and all that cool stuff. Scorpios simply never give up. They have a tremendous staying power. They're not in the slightest intimidated by anybody or anything. Confrontations are not a problem. In fact, talk to any Scorpio about their lives and you'll probably be in awe at all they've gone through. Trauma seems to follow them. When Scorpio learns optimism, instead of expecting the worst, they'll find that they possess amazing regenerative regenerative powers. And that's where I'm at right now oh. in my life. Because the power I have to been heal, through... create, and transform. Yeah, that's I've been awesome. through lots of trauma and I'm pretty open about it. And uh, I am optimistic these days, though. Good, so, good. yeah, this is very accurate. Because you possess a lot of physical energy and courage, strong passions, regeneration, improvement, and strong sexual powers. <laughs> yeah. Says <laughs> you are suspicious, defiant, and extremist, and sometimes vindictive in the worst cases. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Fair enough. Says <laughs> you strongly identify with the image you present to others. You make an impression on others, and you know it. You are self-conscious, although you may prefer to project a strong image. You will feel at your best when you make a mark on the world, but avoid obsessing over what others think of you. <sighs> yeah, I do. The avoiding what other people think about me, especially when it's people who are close to me, has been something that I've struggled with. Because right. uh, it, it, I don't, for the large part, give a shit what anybody thinks of me, except for when they're very close friends. Yeah, and and then, like, yeah, yeah, then it causes me anxiety, but I'm getting over that. <laughs> Live your life. Yeah. Don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You, it is natural for you to question tradition. You are above all things an individualist. You naturally rebel against that which is established. It doesn't mean that you can't, you consistently break all the rules, but you definitely do question some of the rules, especially those that simply don't make much sense. You possess a huge distaste for routine. You work best when you have some say as to when and how things get done. You possess much self-integrity. You avoid labeling people and are most offended when others attempt to label or stereotype you. Fuck yeah. That shit pisses me off. You You don't know me. Right? (laughs) Plus you easily embrace new ways of doing things. You stick up for the underdog and you express yourself in unique and inspiring ways. You don't have to try to stand out as unique as you are original, creative, and progressive without trying. You are far from pretentious, you value honesty and truth, and you avoid putting on airs. You believe in the quality of people and easily relate to people from all walks of life. You possess an unmistakable enthusiasm about life, and generally your life is interesting because you invite unusual or adventurous experiences into your life. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nothing really seems to faze you. You take things in stride and are rarely shocked or taken aback by human behavior. Yeah. 
So this is all very extremely <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Right? It's so creepy how accurate. Very, very be. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and then your moon, which is emotional responses, unconscious predestination, self-image, and how you're how you are on the inside, your mm-hmm. heart, your lunar Gemini. And it says lunar Geminis are usually pleasant, witty, and charming people at home and with family. However, they can be moody and irritable sometimes. <laughs> people with moon and Gemini are always interesting people. They have a finger in every pie, are curious to a fault, and are generally well-informed. You have, like, the same chart that my roommate has. Really? Yeah. I think you guys would get along. Awesome. Well, I don't know. Do I always get along with people who are just like me? I don't know. It's very similar. I, like she, I think she's different enough from you that you guys could like mesh well. well we should have her on the podcast, right? Let's do another, Let's do, do another girls' night. Or a, a... if we ever get somebody to do tarot readings, she wants to be a volunteer to. Okay. I tarot love tarot readings so much. There was so this... we could just have a party at her apartment and do it. Yeah. Her and her roommate. Like, I've had a tarot reading before, and I'd never met this person before. Never seen her before didn't know who she was she didn't know who I was and she read my tarot and it was so accurate that I started crying I was like oh my gosh (laughs) oh man okay so it says you have underlying restlessness and you need more stimulation than others they usually read a lot talk a lot and think a lot and they're often their homes are often a perpetual work in progress they generally generally dislike housework but are big on home improvement. Reorganizing their homes is a way to keep them happy, as Lunar Geminis are easily bored by both routine and constancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shaking my head, yes. <laughs> Moon and Gemini parents are generally more adept at handling the intellectual needs of their children than emotional ones. <laughs> oh, my poor little girl, this is so true. <laughs> They're clever and witty, and more often than not can be found chatting with others. They are sociable and friendly and comfortable in crowds. Some pay too much attention to what everyone else is doing and lose touch with what they really want to do. Present. Situation. You have a million and one right. projects going. Yeah, also present situation. <laughs> I am recording an EP. I'm playing with my band. I'm playing solo. I've got this podcast. I've got my daughter. I've got my legal job. I am investing in a company right now, which I haven't even told Summer about I don't yet. know about this yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just met up with coffee with the guys I'm investing with who are oh, wow. related to medical marijuana industry. Uh, yeah, so yes, to get all That's of this. intense. Yeah, this is all, this, this is a day, a day in my life. Like, to right. me, it's like, what else can I do? Let's see what else I can put on the plate. Just I have five minutes. Yeah. I have five minutes. What yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I'll see 30 more hours of work. Yeah. <laughs> Versatility and adaptability are some of your stronger traits. Um, if you have difficult behavior, it stems from an inner restlessness. Lunar Geminis want to do it all and have trouble sticking to any one project. <laughs> so and I had this I think this is something that was read on yours. I was like, Yes, mm. this is our so, <laughs> In short, it says you have a sharp intellect, you like literature, adapt to all situations and social groups, you work in contract in contact with the public, literary occupations and travel. What the hell were either one of us doing in law school? I don't fucking <laughs> know, man. That's why we're both miserable. This is where we met. It was law oh. school. <laughs> Neither one of us belonged there, obviously. <laughs> It also says you have a lack of follow-up on ideas, indecision, and goes back on your decisions a lot. Yeah, yeah, I may change my mind. It's my prerogative, <laughs> right? 
You have a tendency to having deep and profound dreams, romantic fantasies, and is interested in the occult. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I've been reading what we're doing here, right? I've got, I fucking call my group of friends a coven, okay? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. This is my coven. It works. <laughs> you are always fascinated with how people work, taboos, secrets, and all that is forbidden or hidden. Uh, you just don't like being told no. This is also, <laughs> don't I, tell me what to do. I don't like being told no. <laughs> you can be precocious, animated, and passionate. You seek emotional excitement in your life, although you often project a brave and tough image. Your skin isn't as thick as you have others believe. You tend to put up defenses due to your emotionally vulnerable and excitable disposition. Oh my God. Is this all <laughs> related to, yeah, this to is your, your moon? moon. The this moon is still. Your, your it's a lot in your. It's very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I do, I I do project the image of strength, but I am very sensitive and I get hurt. So yeah, I am. I'm, I'm always on the defense. Yeah. It says, in short, for your moon, you're very emotional and is driven to do things by your emotions. You do not think things over or through in a given situation. She is irascible and easily angered or fired up, and. Says you control your feelings, you have a sense of duty, of self-esteem, and is prudent. You can concentrate on a long-term task, and you persevere, and you're serious in everything you do. <laughs> she lacks firmness and can be a sucker for a sob story. <laughs> <laughs> and this is probably why my friends feel like you need to look out for me with the men I date. Right? Because <laughs> that's also true. Love at first sight is to be avoided, as it will make one forget all of their duties and lead to problems. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Too late. That's what I do. Just keep it in balance. Just let me do You're what fine. I do. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Your Mercury is also in Scorpio. That's how you think. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's okay. what I was going to say. I knew I was a double Scorpio. I just mm-hmm. couldn't remember which That's how you think and how you communicate. My moon? Your Mercury. Or Mercury. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that was your sun? Your moon, is, your moon was in Gemini. Gemini. And your sun is Scorpio. So your sun and your Mercury are both Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so Mercury is how I communicate. Yep, how you so communicate. I'm, well, and you know what? That makes a lot of sense because I try to tell people all the time. I'm like, what I present to you is exactly <laughs> who I am. Like, what I'm, right? what you see is what you get. And that's basically yeah, true, right? <laughs> yeah, it says your Mercury says you're extremely observant and astute. You can always read between the lines and look for the real meaning behind things. You're passionate in speech, excellent at strategy, natural psychologist. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. No, I sh- I should have stuck with that first major, right? Which was psychology. <laughs> the first of like eight. Because <laughs> <laughs> you make an excellent confidant, you avoid. You are very discreet, and secrets go into the vault. You might make matters too complex by overanalyzing motives or hunches, and then have problems acting on your intuition as a result. You are very attracted to symbols, sentiment, imagery, and paradoxes. You prefer not to focus on facts and learn best when ideas are presented visually, emotionally, and imaginatively. Learning to communicate clearly is a challenge for you, but one that might put an end to feelings of guilt, of being misunderstood, and to attracting unpleasant situations or duplicitous people into your experience. That last, all of that last part. <laughs> all of that last part. Because oh I do, and then and presently in a situation with people close to me that I feel extremely misunderstood mm. by, and I know there's been, I've probably miscommunicated myself, that has caused them to misunderstand me, mm-hmm. and I am like, have no clue how to fix it. Just show them this. Just show them your heart. And be like, this is why I can't do it. Just but but I'm exactly who I <laughs> present myself to be. I get so pissed when people like misinterpret who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
you know me. I'm <laughs> right here. It's like I have other people can present themselves as something they are not, but I yeah. just can't. Like yeah. if you know mm-hmm. me, like what you see is what you get. Like this is who I am. I'm honest and to a fault. <laughs> if I hurt you, it was in unintentional. <laughs> As you look on the bright side of life, it says that you are gay, agreeable, optimistic, and sociable. I am. She is. I am very optimistic. You like to speak and write and do both with charm and artistry. Your intellectual Mm -hmm. pleasures are influenced by your feelings. You are amorous Mm -hmm. and sensual. You like beauty and the arts, but also you enjoy traveling. Oh, very true. (laughs) says you are intelligent and have big ideas. You are tolerant and have a strong sense of justice. You have good judgment and good sense, and her your feet are on the ground. You have the gift of the gab, and likes to speak, but also likes literature. You are erudite and will normally be successful socially. And it says that you're preoccupied by your circle, and you like to exchange ideas with your friends, but also with strangers. And you have an open nature mm-hmm. and goes out to others. It goes out with others, yeah. That was in mine, too. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then your Venus is in Capricorn. This is my love life. Yeah, your Venus is how you love, and your interests for emotions and values and how you exchange them with others. And Capricorn, they're very, uh, they're an earth sign, so they're very grounded and very, like, responsible and somewhat materialistic, depending on which sign it is. Capricorns are less materialistic. Taurus is very materialistic. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's because Capricorn is like the last sign of the Earth signs before the cycle starts over. Um, they just have like less of that. The ones towards the beginning of the cycle are always more strong about like what their signs are. Very like, intense. Yeah. In like I think Gemini is like the first air sign in the cycle. And so I just... And I'm like smack dab in the middle of Gemini, so I'm just got all of it going on. <laughs> okay, so it says Venus and Capricorn people will try to win your heart by displaying self control, presence of mind, and responsible behavior. These lovers want you to know they're goal oriented, witty, savvy, and controlled. Nobody can get the best of them. They want you to see just how competent they are. They like some measure of predictability in their relationships as they are cautious in love. And it says you have an aura of competency, and their loner-like behavior can be attractive in a cool way. They don't do, they don't go gaga over love, or at least they don't <laughs> express as much. Their lovers may complain that Venus and Capricorns are a little too practical and deliberate, and they may come across as lacking in warmth and spontaneity. Attracted to serious goal-oriented lovers, they're a little shy in matters of the heart, but they don't want you to know it. If you like knowing where your relationship is headed, you'll be mighty pleased with Venus and Capricorn. These people plan ahead in love, and unlike Venus and Pisces, I think that's what mine is, <laughs> they will let you know exactly where they and the relationship are headed. I'm very upfront about where I'm at in my relationships with people. Yeah, for sure. It says you like everything that is beautiful, outstanding intelligence, and you may work in a trade linked to beauty or fashion. Numerous friends. Got a lot of friends, but my profession is way <laughs> off. Although, I consider myself a professional musician these days because I do yes, get paid. So, uh, yeah. so that is uh, more consistent with who I am than my law job. Gotta go with what feels good in the soul, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You are verbally expressive, diplomatic, and aim to be tactful. You can easily win others over with your words. Yeah. Oh yes. my gosh. Yeah, that's my familiar. That's Zoe. I love my that. My little gray tabby just walked by. <laughs> I love cats. Okay. Where was I? Sorry. <laughs> Got distracted by a kitty. Kitty cats. <laughs> Kitties are always cats better than anything. Cats every time. I love cats. Says so you love everything beautiful and arts and in harmony. You are amiable and sociable, and you like entertainment and have a loving nature. Clip clops are so cute. Lily, <laughs> come here. She's scared. Yeah, just bye. She's scared. <laughs> okay, so your Mars represents your desire for action and physical energy, and your Mars is how you deal with life. And your Mars is in Virgo. And I was reading about Virgo the other day, and they're because they're the Virgin. And so it said that they always feel like they're experiencing life for the first time or experiencing different situations for the first time. So everything feels like fresh and new a lot too. Everything's new and exciting. So it says, and you're very, like the strengths of Virgos, loyal, analytical, kind, practical, and hardworking and kind. I think I said that one. And your weaknesses for that one are shyness, worry, overly critical, all work and no play. It also says you really like animals. So, for Virgo. It says that was her cat. <laughs> <laughs> and it says you're productive and busy, and you're goal-oriented and practical. <laughs> Very busy. She is so busy. And it says that you have a knack for handling a wide variety of tasks at once, and a tendency to take on perhaps too much at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Most Mars and Virgo natives are not particularly aggressive, although they can be a little hard-nosed and critical at times. They rarely resort to pushing others around. Still, an annoyed Mars and Virgo native can be difficult to be around. Arouse their anger and they turn into complaining over critically overcritical nags. Generally, these natives <laughs> don't make themselves nuisances, so this stage is unlikely to last very long. It is a sensitive position, however. It doesn't take much to make these people nervous. Mars and Virgo people are quite protective about their system for getting things done. Although rather humble in a general life sense, they can be quite particular about their methods, how they accomplish their goals, and mostly with work. So you have a nervous energy, and you have staying power, and you can be restless, and you're not given to stick with the same projects for too long. Because you're earthy and sometimes nervous, sexuality generally characterizes people with this position of Mars. In a sense, their performance in bed is similar to their work. These people want to be good at what they do. They will generally be open to experimentation, if only to feed their curiosity and to feel savvy. <laughs> We've had this conversation. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've said I'm willing to try anything once. <laughs> well, and I think you said almost exactly that. Like, I want to be good at it, and I want them to like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what you said on that yeah. episode. No, I, I, like to, I like to please. I, okay. want to, I want to show you how good I am. Yes. Yeah. So you will never forget me. Yeah, I don't want to be forgotten. No. <laughs> These are really oh, crazy man. accurate. Yeah. So before you go, because we're out of time, because you have, because like you said, she has had a really big influence on the podcast. Like I run ideas <laughs> by her all the time. 
<laughs> she was one of the reasons I actually started it when I did. Because she's like, no, you really need to do that. Because we've been talking about it for probably about six months and hadn't done it yet. She's like, no, do it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. These are like the coolest things ever. I love all of you. So I got, so I brought you something. Since, yes, I know. She's she's all scared over here. I see her face. Um, because you, she, this is her third episode on here. And yeah. she's done so much. So I got you this. And this Carrie's is the one that I now. wanted. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I, I, I did not know that. I just looked. I just uh, searched. It's a tarot deck. It's uh, oceanic tarot is what it's this called. This is the one that I and want. I didn't know that. I just looked. there are literally thousands of tarot there decks are. out there. And I just this searched Amazon so... for tarot decks, and I was just scrolling, and I'm like, that looks like Carrie. This and is tarot There was like we went to the store called like Elysian Fields or something in Sarasota, and they had walls of tarot decks, and there was like a whole shelf just devoted to like mermaid and ocean based tarot decks mm-hmm. and I saw this one and there was another one that looked like it had been hand painted and I was like oh my gosh these are beautiful and I it. want one and this is the one that oh, I was wow. talking about that is okay, so, so I think we just confirmed weird. your statement earlier about just knows things you yeah. just know things like, <laughs> I, she must know you <laughs> yeah I, it just felt like Carrie when this I saw it I'm like ever. that's the one she's gonna have because you're not supposed to buy your own tarot cards. That's right. Somebody's I've been like waiting and I thought my mom was going to get me one and then she didn't. And so I was like, well, I guess maybe I'm just not supposed to have one. And so I was yes, like. Yes, you are. No, there you go. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank Check you. out Carrie's uh, art on Choose Happy Studios. She's yes. on Facebook and Etsy, right? Yep. Facebook and Etsy. And I post on my Instagram. Oh, what is your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Elizabeth underscore 12. You can contact the podcast at BrokeBrokenPodcast at gmail.com. The Broken Broken Podcast can be found on Twitter at BrokeBrokenShow, on Instagram and Facebook at BrokeBrokenPodcast.